Middle Tennessee, if you haven't already, you are on your way to having a massive spike, a big surge of illegal immigrants coming up from the southern border. Let's get into it. Here we go. Watch a little video on concern about the numbers moving in Middle Tennessee. Here we go. New tonight, hundreds of people going through the legal immigration process could end up right here in the mid-state. That's right. This, as polls here and around the country show, immigration is now the top issue for Americans leading up to the presidential election. Fox 17 News' Kylie Walker now live downtown with more on exactly how all this will work. The city of Franklin received this letter from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. In short, it says that hundreds of people going through the immigration process could end up in Middle Tennessee cities. Last fall, DHS sent this official notice saying nearly 600, quote, non-citizens were looking to travel to these areas highlighted on your screen. Most of them coming from Guatemala, Venezuela, Honduras, and Mexico. It's very troubling that, you know, someone can come to this country, name Nashville or greater Nashville as a destination, and we're not finding out about it uh, for months later. U.S. Congressman Andy Ogles telling Fox 17 News that he had a conference call with DHS yesterday with a series of questions, including a request for updated numbers, how people will be tracked, and if they have prior convictions. They didn't have uh, any good answers. The notice says DHS may release non-citizens. have any good. No, they don't. You know what? Because that's not how this game is being played, right? I mean, it's like that when they show up, they show up and you'll have to deal with them then. That's why this is a border crisis. Since from custody who have been fully screened and vetted pending the outcome of their immigration process, they'll also have checked. Mostly fully screened. Mostly. Fully vetted. Seconds uh. with ICE. Going through the process correctly would mean applying for some sort of a visa. And so coming across uh, the border and wanting to be processed and claiming asylum uh, is uh, we've clearly hit the threshold, but we can't allow that anymore. The Tennessee Immigrant and Refugee Rights Coalition says they receive 150 calls or walk-ins per month. People who come here are often desperate to find those opportunities for themselves and eager to um, to be part of our country. One of our priorities as a city is to ensure that we uh, are taking care of one another. And so we are looking at ensuring that we have the capacity. Nashville Mayor Freddie O'Connell was unsure as of this morning if his administration has received this same letter. He says the city will be contacting DHS. Now, the city of Franklin also says that with this letter, it did not offer any details as to when these individuals would travel to Middle Tennessee. Also, they say that the city has not received any reports of individuals arriving to the area since this notice, since they got that last September. For now, in Nashville, Kylie Walker, Fox 17 News, your code red station. So that news story was out I think at the end of January, and I've had a whole number of you say, hey, Sean, it sounds like thousands of people are going to Middle Tennessee. And I've kind of been like, at this point in time, it's a few hundred, but it looks like those numbers are coming in. Let's keep going here. 
This evening, the Dade County Sheriff's Office says more undocumented immigrants were at the pilot gas station in Rising Fawn. We reported yesterday the Dade County Sheriff stopped a busload of immigrants at the same pilot gas station on Wednesday as they were en route from Texas to Washington, D.C. Today, another busload riding the same bus line were seen being dropped at a hotel in Chattanooga. Riley Nagel has been following this developing story and has more. When deputies arrived on scene at the gas station Rising Fawn, they confirmed there were undocumented immigrants being dropped off. Now, according to Chattanooga's communication team, they're aware of Chattanooga being a stopping point for charter buses shuttling migrants from Texas to Washington, D.C. Now, they say they've been screened by the Department of Homeland Security and are legally searching for asylum. When Chattanooga police arrived at the Comfort Inn and Suites Friday morning, the bus was still there, but all the immigrants had left. Police say they aren't investigating the situation and it will be turned over to the federal government. Where'd they go? We don't know. Who are they? We don't know. But they've mostly been vetted. They're mostly law-abiding citizens. You know what? Frankly, we don't really know. That's the standard drill, right? You know, it's been occurring for a little while. We've been getting those reports, but, uh, you know, it seems to be occurring more often now. And I don't believe this is the last time we're going to be talking about this. Sergeant Chad Payne with the nope. Dade County Sheriff's Office says they received a report Thursday of 20 to 30 immigrants being dropped off at a gas station in Wildwood just a day after the first incident in Rising Fawn. When they got off of the bus that they had cars there waiting on them to take them uh from there to wherever it was that they went. So, you know, obviously there was some type of uh, preparation for that. Now, whether the preparation was with the government or whether it was with the people who were being transported. Sergeant Payne understands the buses are a part of an initiative from Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who has worked to migrate the immigrants to Washington, D.C. I reached out to Governor Abbott's office to learn more, but have not heard anything back. This isn't just happening to us. I I wholeheartedly believe that uh, this is happening probably all along the corridors going to these destinations. Uh, you know, they're probably making multiple stops wherever they stop to fuel up or whatever. They're probably making those stops and people are probably requesting to get off. I also reached Absolutely. out to Coastal Crew Change, the bus line who repeatedly dropped off immigrants in the past few days. They say they aren't talking about the situation. Reporting in studio, I'm Riley Nagel, <laughs> Local 3 News. Because this it, evening, the day like county... It, in Chicago, they're suing those people. New York City, same deal. I mean, they, they've set up all these laws now where, well, you can, you can only drop them off between 8.30 and noon, Monday through Friday. You know, you, you got to give us 32 hours notice ahead of time. So these bus drivers, they're like, we're not talking about it. And the bus company owners, they know to stay out of a lawsuit. But they're getting paid good money by the state of Texas. State of Texas has spent $124 million on bus fare, I think. I'm not sure if that included the private uh, private airplane. But um, yeah, I mean, millions and millions and millions of dollars are being spent to spread the love around to the sanctuary cities that are welcoming. Now, you might say, well, Tennessee is fairly uh, Republican, right? Yeah, they're big cities, you know, Nashville, Memphis, Memphis got some crime going on, right? So you've got that, you've got that liberal influence. You've got that Democrat influence in some of these big cities. So they're going to get hard hit. I don't know what the makeup is in middle Tennessee. I don't know the, the cities uh, that we're talking about here, 
But it makes absolute sense if these buses are on their way to Washington, D.C., you hear of a lot of these folks getting off at different areas because they'll hear something on their ride. Hey, there's this spot in Tennessee. Let's give that a, a run. We can always catch a ride up to D.C., um, get a bus, whatever. But if they hear of opportunity, off they go because they are, I mean, what do they have to lose? And some bleeding heart out there is going to give them a bus ride, a ticket to get to wherever they need to go. And this process just keeps on a going. I am a big Tennessee fan. I've, I've considered, I've been to Tennessee. I've, I've considered uh, making that a place, uh, you know, retirement down the road. It's on my bucket list of, to really check out. And so I don't want to see it get overrun any more than any other place, but it's happening everywhere. And my home, my home city of Seattle, we're going to get whacked. We're just going to get, it's going to happen because all the pressure from Texas is being put elsewhere. And Tennessee, it's already in one of those lines because D.C. is taking a fair number of people. Recent weeks have been seen a notable increase in the number of non-citizens. I love how, how this article calls them non-citizens or potential future voters. I love that one as well. Non-citizens relocating to areas such as Murfreesboro, Franklin, and Nashville. It's according to reports from the Department of Homeland Security, the DHS had prior knowledge of the intended destinations for these immigrants, as indicated in a notice distributed to various governmental departments, including the city of Franklin. Documented in the notice, approximately 600 immigrants were surveyed about their planned destinations, with Murfreesboro, Franklin, and Nashville specifically mentioned as target cities in Middle Tennessee. Upon crossing the border and undergoing processing by Customs and Border Protection, these individuals are subject to security screening protocols. Kind of. A scooch. Not much. Not much at all, right? I mean, what's your name? You don't have a a, a, a passport on you because they ditch it at the border? I don't really know anything about them. So you're going to stick that information in a database. So then you've got a database that's just full of a bunch of, who knows, aliases, not quite right names, not enough information to actually honestly check these folks out. I mean, it's, uh, it's mind blowing that this is what our immigration has come to this type of thing. The uh, the DHS notice stated, so the DHS notice, I want to go back to that for one second. It's, that is literally, they survey these immigrants and say, where do you think you might want to go? Uh, Tennessee. So it's not necessarily an indicator that this is going to happen for sure, but it's a pretty good predictor that more are going to come than fewer. Let's just say that, right? The DHS notice stated, these non-citizens are eligible to apply for employment authorization once they are parceled and are not subject, once they are paroled, sorry, not not parceled, and that's when they get basically dumped into the workforce, get dumped into the country before they actually have their legalization process happen. Once they are paroled and are not subject to a statutory waiting period for parole-based employment authorization, additionally, Non-citizens are instructed to report their new residential addresses to the department upon arrival. This whole thing is so preposterous. It's like they get handed a court date for their immigration hearing 
two, three, seven years down the road. We're seeing people with court dates from 2031. So you've already come into the country illegally, and now they're going to want you to give them an address, and you don't know where you're going to stay. They're going to want you to give them an address, and you might not even be who you say you are. And so they're going to get your residential address of some fictitious person. Oh, that, that's really going to help out. That's really going to cut down on, you know, some of the folks coming through that have actual criminal records that are bad hombres that have committed acts that are felons. There's a certain percentage of those. I can't remember how many 35,000 have been apprehended at the border with felony records. I mean, bad, bad people. But when you literally bring in millions and millions across the Southern border, there's a certain percentage that are just going to be bad. I mean, it's just, it's math, folks. It's math. It's not based on the data and the science, based on the math, right? So of the total expected arrivals in MERS, Freeboro, uh, Franklin, and Nashville, which amounts to 573 individuals, these were just the notifications. Hey, they might be coming your way. Approximately 200 are from Guatemala, 200 are from Venezuela, and 100 from Honduras and Mexico, according to DHS reports. Department of Homeland Security outlined their process of conditionally releasing non-citizens from custody pending the outcome of their immigration processes. How is it? We're just cutting them loose, just turning them loose. Yeah, we are. This is, this is what's going on. And this is what Governor Greg Abbott of Texas is pushing so hard back on. And he's basically drawn a line in the sand stand with the federal government, with the Biden administration. And he is doubling down on razor wire. He is doubling down on border protection. He's doubling, doubling down on bringing in his neighboring states, his neighboring cities that um, are offering their National Guard. I mean, this is just, this is an old-fashioned showdown of Texas and their ability to defend their own border, which is also the U.S. border, and the, the federal government, which claims that somehow they're not able to do their job because Texas is, you know, taking care of the border. And by doing their job, they're talking about 302,034 illegals sieging across the board in December of 2023. In December, in one month. Now, doing our job. What job exactly is that? What were you doing? You were acting as TSA and you were ushering people across the board. You were holding their hands quite literally at times. And let me help you get up across that riverbank. One of the interesting things. One of the really interesting things that I, I had a takeaway from Governor Abbott's speech with the, some of the politicians from Texas was that he, he, he basically said, right over my shoulder, and he's out in the park at Shelby Park in Eagle Pass on the border of Rio Grande across his Piedras Negras, where I've live streamed, streamed from and I've shot a bunch of video. At, at Piedras Negras, right over his shoulder across the river, there's a there's a walkway, there's a bridge that comes into the U.S. And he one of his statements was, nobody is drowned coming across the walkway. Nobody is drowned crossing a bridge into the U.S. So if the federal government is so hell-bent on just bringing people in, why don't you just have them walk across the effing bridge? Because they're dying by the hundreds, drowning in the Rio Grande. So why don't we do that? Well, because then you'd have to admit, full-blown admit, 
There is no border and the border is not secure. And you are basically just vacuuming them in to the United States. And there's zero pushback. If you have the illusion that they're swimming across the river, then somehow optically people are able to believe, well, okay, I mean, the border is kind of closed. It's not. It's not. It's just optics. So I thought that was a really interesting takeaway. And it's one of those things that's kind of stuck with me. If you're going to go down that road, why don't you just bring them into the country and not, you know, risk their lives drowning in a river that's booking it, that's four feet nine height in average. And a lot of these folks from Central America and South America (laughs) are not topping out much over five feet. So you know what I'm saying? Somebody that's my size, six foot two, six foot one, six foot two, uh, <laughs> you're still going to have a tough time because the river, it's going. That current is going. And uh, I wouldn't want to swim it. I wouldn't want to wade across it. I mean, no, you step in one of those holes and poop, down you go and carrying a baby and the baby starts floating and that's how people drown. You know what I mean? So have people walk over if you're just hell bent on, on bringing them in. But this is, you know, this is all the stuff that's going on. Mers Freeborough. Uh, am I pronouncing that right? I think I am. Mayor Shane McFarland, uh, McFarland expressed concerns over the impact of this influx, stating, I don't care what political party you're part of. It's undeniable. The current border policy is a disaster. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. Mayor McFarland highlighted the strain on local resources, citing a 20% increase in immigrant students in Mercer's Bureau's school system since January 2023 necessitating additional ESL positions and support. As the communities of Middle Tennessee grapple with the implications of this influx, local officials and residents alike are seeking solutions to address the challenges posed by the challenging demographics and increased demand for resources. I was watching a ridiculous, um, I don't know, it was a short video I try not to watch TikTok because I do not believe in TikTok. But um, even though we've got some shorts on TikTok, they get a lot of traction because people are just, they're they're in love with TikTok, the short form content, because everybody has the attention of a gnat now. You know what I mean? Just like, uh, 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 you know, looking at different media. But one of the shorts I was watching this morning was, it was a dude in New York City He was like, I'm really disappointed with the governor of Texas. I don't understand why he can't just bring the immigrants into his state and just deal with them there. (laughs) You know, it's like, all right, you know, in December it was 302,034. You know, in the last year it was 2.4 million coming across all the southern states. You know what that looks like right there, buddy? People have no clue. Why aren't they just dealing with it in Texas? Why are they sending them to us here in New York City? Well, because you're a self-proclaimed sanctuary city and you love your fellow human being to the point where you are literally kicking out your own residents from their own schools and doing all this crazy stuff because you only have so much in the way of resources and the resources are running out. No more room at the end. The shelters are overrun. And as we just have more and more coming into the country, that pressure cooker keeps on a going, right? That legislature, that $118 billion deal that got tanked, I mean, 
What a waste of resources it was for somebody to try and put that together. You know that was going nowhere, but they're just like, well, we got to try something. We got to do something. And now, now, now we can blame the Republicans because they didn't sign on to this bad deal. It's amazing. And now you've got, uh, government, you've got uh, let's go, Brandon, <laughs> our, our chief, our uh, fearless leader of the free world who... Um, is not getting quite such a glowing report on his memory. Did you guys see that one? Yeah, he's an old man who's um, losing his memory. Oh, hmm. Kind of like we've been saying for the last four years, something along those lines. I wonder, does he run? Does, does he run? I mean, I haven't heard a lot about that lately. Is he going to run? Because there is, if you watch video of our leader of the free world, even at the beginning of his presidency, he was way more alert then. And I'm not saying he was the sharpest tool in the shed back then, but then 2020 compared to now, I mean, could you imagine a debate with him and anybody else? I mean, it, it, it's a no-go. It's not viable. He is not viable for another term. But are they going to you know, just push him out there or are we going to get uh, Michael Obama? Is Michael, is Michael going to come through? And uh, <laughs> run for office like Trump, never having you know held an elected official uh, position anywhere, anytime, <laughs> at all. Now, we've got some wild times coming up. And one of the other things that's being thrown around right now is Biden saying, oh, we're going to do some executive order stuff. You're like, really? What are you going to do? Enforce the law? Oh, that's a good one. You know, because he could have been doing that all along. And that's that's exactly what Greg Abbott is saying, is saying, you guys aren't enforcing the law, so you're forcing us to. You guys have a legal obligation to enforce the law. You're not doing it. So we're going to do it because this is not only the United States border, it's the Texas border. And don't mess with Texas. There you go. All right. That's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. If you haven't subscribed already, I would love to have you as a subscriber. Just almost couldn't say subscriber there. Hit the notification bell. Hit the like button for this video. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.